It's been about three weeks since One Piece chapter 1053. I didn't get the chance to cover it on here because I didn't record the episode. However, since then, we've had Road to Laugh Tale hold us down with a little bit of crumbs as far as content, a lot of theories in the One Piece community, and I wanted to have my voice on the chapter. Now, I'm not going to be able to recreate that initial excitement and shock that I got while I read the chapter. But going over it again three weeks later, you know, it's still fun. It's an enjoyable read. And I want to talk about it with you guys. Now, starting 1053 off, of course, we get marriage all, we get the newspapers and the fact that, you know, Gear Fifth Luffy's on the wanted poster. Three billion bounty for Luffy, Law, and Kid. Initially, seeing that's how they were all the same, I'm like, all right, I, I could agree with it. I see what they're doing here. We don't want to make Luffy stick out too much, you know, for as far as the world government trying to delegate their control somehow. At the same time, I'm like, I felt he should have got $5 billion. If it Feel how you want or use the story in context to why it's understandable. I just wanted to see that $5 billion bounty on Luffy. Going on from there, the fact that he woke up Strain his battle, legendary fight, immediately. It's time to celebrate and eat. And can we take a second to appreciate Jinbei just sitting down by himself, by his lonely, by his lonesome, just enjoying food casually? Jinbei, I, will, I would like to say I will be Jinbei in this situation. Now, when everyone's freaking out over these bounty posters, I would say this is a prediction, but for 1054, I can't wait to see the Straw Hat's reaction to this. Luffy himself and... Not that I'm expecting a character change after Luffy acknowledges officially he is a Yonko, but that realization, I can't wait to see how it could potentially change Luffy. That's, that's, that's where I'm coming from. Now, going on throughout the chapter, whether we want to talk about Kid attempting to attack Luffy uh, out of the fact that, all right, now I got to take Luffy out. And then Luffy's just having fun eating food, eating what? A corn, a squid. And I want to say another, like a cornbread, but I highly doubt Wano has cornbread. Highly doubt. But if they do, I mean, they got it. Going out from there, the fact that Odin's father is still alive, Kazuki Sukiyaki. I'm pretty sure I got that right. The fact that he's still alive, having a conversation with Nico Robin about Pluton being here in Wano was pretty ridiculous and still is. Now, as far as what Pluton could be, I don't, I don't even think there's an acceptable theory right now that's out where I'm like, okay, it could be it. I feel what we're about to get within the next three chapters after this is something that, that on the right trail as far as what we think, but what Pluton could potentially be, hey, I just, I just know I'm not ready for it. Don't know if you guys are ready for it. And seeing Green Bull annihilate King and everyone initially, I was, I was pissed off. I was like, okay, Queen... We could, we could get rid of Queen, but King, I expected King to play a more pivotal role. And I don't want to say this is feeling un like But as far as the Kaido flashbacks and the emphasis on King's characteristics, especially when Zoro was fighting King, pointing out all the little details, I expected there to be some kind of importance with King after Wano is over. Nope. Done. Dead. Eaten use for life force for the plants it's a done deal green bull of course establishing his power and that comment from you know the fact that a commander he can't go around getting beaten by a commander i feel that's going to go full circle most likely with zoro now i don't see green bull versus zoro in the future potentially i mean i i don't personally see it but i do think if green bull tries or attempts any sort of conflict in wano 
Zoro will be the one that holds him off. And, you know, that statement's going to go full circle how a commander, I'm not going to say Zoro's going to mop the floor with him, but he's going to stand on his own against Green Bull. And on that note, it's crazy. You know, I haven't been watching One Piece consistently for 20 years. I remember as a kid, I watched Skypiea a little bit before that and a little bit afterwards, but it wasn't until about 2016 when I really binged the series in its greatness. And just, you know, seeing how Straw has started off as just a string of pirates and now in the fact that they're a Yonko crew, they're a legitimate Yonko crew. And as much as, you know, as strong as the Admirals, you know, Shanks, Blackbeard, and everybody else is, we also gotta, we also gotta recognize the Straw Hats aren't, ain't nobody to play with. I don't even gotta speak about Luffy, but just going off Zoro, I know and giving Zoro the highlights for this episode. They're a force. They're a force. But going on from there, loving the character design for Green Bull. Love the fact that now, while I'm not buying that he's a complete enemy, that he loves the way Akainu runs things in the Marines. It don't matter. If you a pirate, good pirate, you a pirate, we getting you. And I'm going to take your head. And You know, I, it's a lot better than everybody uh, under, how would I put it? It's a lot better than everybody in some way being neutral or friendly towards Luffy or it's somehow going to end up helping him. Now, we're going to have a lot of people that do, and there's nothing wrong with that. But seeing someone that's going to be on the other side of the fence, I'm like, all right, I could get behind that. Now, the end of the chapter. Having Buggy announced as an emperor. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard it. Pretty sure you probably even thought about it. He probably got Mihawk, Boa, and a bunch of other people to work with him. And I'm going to go along that same that same wavelength. Buggy has been able to perfectly finesse his way to the top of the world, but he does do enough on his own. He has a way with his words that nobody else, maybe besides Luffy, is capable of. And it just, what was it? When I was watching, um, there was a clip that popped up about Buggy talking back to Whitebeard. And it's just like, it's moments like that. It's just like, only Buggy can do. But that panel, Blackbeard, Buggy, Luffy, Shanks, I'm excited. Green Bull going towards Vano. We're only nine days away before we finally get to see what kind of conflict or conversations are going to be had. And the revelations for this last saga, I can't fathom One Piece ending, but it's going to be a crazy ride. That's going to be my quick wrap-up breakdown of 1053. And, you know, a bit more tibbing. It's not going to be as high energy as I would have initially liked it. But here we are. I do want to cover all four chapters of Road to Laugh Tale for a breakdown. That way it doesn't feel like just bits and pieces and crumbs, but enough to hold us till 1054. And that's that's it for today's episode. I'll catch you guys on the next one.